0: And we're live with Paranormal Dash Spirits. And this is the place we come to get our booze on, B O O Z E. We talk about booze, B O O S, the things that go bump in the night, the things that scare us. And I get to hang out with my favorite booze. I'm Mike Black. This is my wife, Alyssa Black. Hello. And my best friend, John Burkett. Mahalo. (laughs) Mahalo. What is that?
1: That's hello in Hawaiian.
0: Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Oh, for a reason. What? Uh, Hawaiian? Oh, Hawaiian because the drink of the day is what?
2: Terramana.
0: Terramana, reposado. small batch tequila reposado. This is... Dwayne the, the
2: Rock Johnson's tequila.
0: <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson's... And
2: he was Maui in Moana.
0: He was.
2: Hence the mahalo.
0: So everybody has said, oh man, this is the best tequila ever. You got to try this tequila... <laughs> So guess what? That's what we do here for you. We spend our hard-earned money and buy tequila.
1: And whiskey.
0: Whiskey and scotch and whatever else.
2: We like tequila, though. We like to try it. There are so many tequilas. Everybody's doing tequila right now.
0: Tequila's extremely popular right now, and I think that's a good thing. because Tequila is
1: so hot right now. It's very hot.
0: It is very hot. But I think that's a good thing because most people get started on Jose Cuervo, which is garbage. And they get a Trash. really bad, <laughs> or two fingers, or something horrible like that. And hey,
2: I had two fingers in college. Don't knock it. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> and that's when it was in the glass box. <laughs> uh,
0: oh yes, John. <laughs> you walked John, into that one. John has. I the totally score walked into that one. <laughs> Way to go, John. Okay. <laughs>
2: But I really did have the tequila, and this one was in a glass bottle, and it was actually good. It was in like a black bottle.
0: You're telling me that two fingers (laughs) is good?
2: It was when I was in college. Oh, okay.
0: When you're in college, now, now that you have a little more discriminating taste,
2: I didn't know anything. I just knew it wasn't Cuervo. That's all I cared about. (laughs) Mm.
0: Okay. So
1: everything on that bottom shelf,
0: yeah. Well, Cuervo's not even on the bottom shelf. They've got really? it up there on the no. It's not like on the well. Now they have it's like like the middle.
2: Eshe- like it's like oh yeah. It's like the, steps. Cuervo's
0: got some well they do high have some hundred dollar bottles. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, fancy tequilas now.
1: Those are probably good.
0: They probably are.
1: But the gold. They call it gold.
0: Yeah, the original. The The, original, espacial, the house. Yeah. For, yeah that's, for a lot of places. Oh, my God. I have so many bad Ugh. memories of hangovers from that.
1: That's the distilled. The sugar distilled in there.
0: Because they add that after the agave, Ugh. right? Yeah. Okay. So, if, if you don't know for tequilas, 100% puro de agave or keep walking. <laughs> right. <laughs> because... The agave is what you want. That's what that's the flavor that you're looking for in tequila, that roasted agave. And there's some wonderful examples of that out there that just taste just like unicorn tears in heaven. But the, <laughs> I mean, and there's some, not so much. But anyway, on the nose, if you look this up on the website, because you typically do.
2: Sorry, Winston's bothering me. Oh, is he? Okay. The poppy So The poppy. Eh?
0: Now... I'm going to tell you that on the nose, to me, this is very similar to Classe Azul, which is a $160 for a seven fifty.
1: It smells like Clooney juice a little bit.
0: It, <laughs> Otherwise known as Casa Amigos. Casa <laughs> Amigos, George Clooney's tequila. And so what I is it with bottom. celebrities doing tequilas now it's like you have everybody everybody's got, doing tequila you Got
1: the whatever that card Kardashian whatever yeah uh, no, 818 I'm, or is that it 818 she's yeah. not a card what is she uh Jenner Jenner yeah
2: um you've Hardly got Kardashian Kardashian I think Puffy
1: has one or maybe or
0: everybody's got one Clooney's got one custom Michael
1: Jordan I think it or no
0: George Strait has one
1: George Strait Kodigo
0: yeah Kodigo is that a whiskey or is that a tequila?
2: No, that's tequila? It's tequila.
0: Okay. So this smells like you get, you definitely get the agave. This has a strong, prominent agave smell to Notes it. Notes
1: of oak and vanilla with a smooth, rich finish. That's what it says on the bottle.
2: 100% blue Weaver Highlands roasted in a brick oven.
1: I think it's Weber. Weber. Excuse me. Weber. I don't know.
2: Copper pot distillation. 0 carbs, 0 sugars, 96 calories per 1.5 ounce
1: Certified gluten-free. It is the ep- <laughs> <aging> <laughs> in the aging in American barrels.
2: it says certified gluten-free and aging in American whiskey barrels. I love that the carbohydrates, it's a piece of bread and it's crossed through. <laughs> <laughs> I should hope that this is that
1: any distilled spirit that you purchase should be zero
0: carb.
2: What's the number on that? Is there a number? On what? What on do you the mean number? It looks like they make like a certain amount.
0: Oh, is it a limited edition or something? I don't
1: know. It has a, a DTA. I don't know what that is. Hmm. I'm assuming uh, that's a barrel maybe. It says NOM. And it has a bottle on there. A bottle number. What is it? The bottle number? Yeah. Uh, Nevada Victor 908 Whiskey.
2: Mm.
0: <clears throat> Curious not 908 Tequila?
1: No, it's a it's a
0: W. <laughs> okay. Just checking. <laughs> so on the nose, this is very much like uh classe azul.
1: And this is distilled in oh, copper pot stills, just like a uh, green spot. So or a NOM right? is
2: a norma Oficial mexicana number. Oh. Or it denote it so, tells you which tequila producer it comes from.
0: So this has this has some decent legs. So for the if you're interested in that, um the oils that are in there. Mm-hmm.
2: What's the price point on this, dear?
0: Stupidly inexpensive, if I recall, it was thirty-six dollars. Like, yeah, think. I was gonna say it was like thirty-five dollars. Well, I think cash price bottle. is
1: like thirty-three or something. At, is it? At the liquor store. Yeah. It's okay.
0: Yeah, I think I paid like thirty-five, thirty-six, something like that.
2: Yeah, notes of oak and vanilla with a smooth, rich finish.
0: Okay, here we go. What do we say?
2: Slant cilantro. cilantro.
0: <laughs>
1: Earthy. Grassy. Herbal notes.
2: Yep. Very much like tea.
1: There's a little vanilla in there, but it does have a, a drier finish. Okay, a, it is a it's
0: definitely a drier finish. It's an herbally
1: those. grassy type. I like.
0: I think you nailed it. I like it. It's it's not what I would pick.
2: It's a little bright, like it it's yeah, warmy. That's the
1: it kind of reminds me, if it were a whiskey, I would say, if it were a bourbon, I'd say this has a high rye mash bill, or mm-hmm. this is very similar to kind of a, it doesn't taste like rye whiskey, No, but if you know that like kind game. of grassy herbal note in rye, it has a little bit of that, backed by some vanilla. I could definitely taste some vanilla in there, too. I like it. I can smell what The Rock is cooking.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: you now, <laughs> grass. So, this is yeah, he's cooking grass. I, I give it a
1: one people's eyebrow.
0: This,
2: um, <laughs> 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 we both did it, That's people's
0: funny. eyebrow. So, mine won't do that. I, I don't know if it's the bell's palsy or just it's that, probably I the bell's palsy. The, you don't have any more fine motor control. That, yeah, I don't have any fine motor control. I can't really do side. the
1: left, but the right one I can
2: see. All see, can same, same. Side. I can do the right. I can't, you can't do the left. I
0: can't do it. I just look like I'm having a stroke if I try. So, I think I'll just avoid that. So, I would not pick this for a sipping tequila.
2: It makes a damn personally. good jello shot.
0: I was going to say, it would make a good jello shot. It'd make a good margarita. I, I think it would make margarita. a great margarita. I, I think
1: that little herbal note in there would work well.
0: With yeah, I, do, I agree. I'm
2: not one of those that does a lot of jello shots. Most people don't do jello shots out of tequila. but
0: Not since college. But... We
1: talked about this on another
0: podcast. We
2: did. I they like, had it. Well, at did a you f- just graduate? At, you said a, at a neighborhood party, and I was like, "What? Tequila, Jello shots? Because I can't drink vodka." It was
0: so, a ugly sweater party, Christmas sweater party. And Needless
2: to say, I had this and some white claws, and I was
0: whew, by so the end was of the college. night.
2: No, it was this was January. Okay. They so didn't have white claws game. when I was in college.
1: I know they didn't have them <laughs> when I was. I'm just saying. That's like Yes, yeah,
2: so it was definitely a college party. Was it
1: was it rush week? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it must have been Some of the college. people in this
2: neighborhood would I mean, think so. Because the
0: game we played, you you had a cup, you had you tied this solo cup and it's around the, your waist. Yeah, around your waist. It's like so the,
1: beer pong but around your waist?
0: Yeah, it's around your waist. You have a solo cup that's, that's tied there and it's
2: below it is a golf ball. Yeah, just, and you have to, and it's <laughs> hanging Oh, I get it. And you flip it up into the cup.
0: the ball up into the cup.
1: How'd they get the golf ball attached to the string?
2: It was attached I to the bottom was, of the cup.
0: It was attached to the bottom of the cup, and I think it was taped to the ball or something like okay, that. Okay, because you'd
1: yeah. have to drill a hole through a golf
0: ball. No, I think, I think they just taped it. But you had to swing your hips until you get a twerk. It was you had a hysterical
2: because <laughs> we did the men, and then we did the women, and it was it, yeah, was, it was funny. Great.
0: I, I won for the men. My neighborhood Birch.
1: doesn't
2: have and parties, and I did too. Like you won I want for the women. women. <clears> yeah.
0: <throat> so what's that say? <clears throat>
2: mm.
0: Mm. Get you some rocking My neighborhood, in the hips. rocking the hips. <laughs> they don't have parties like that in Where? my neighborhood. In Yours is a little older. <laughs> you, you're in a neighborhood that was built in the 60s, early 70s, 70s. Yeah, my house was built in
1: 1973. If somebody so did
0: that a... there, and they I've would throw their of... hip out.
2: <laughs> Especially, <laughs> yeah. If the original owners are still there.
1: Some of them, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah we generational
2: gap. Definitely,
1: definitely a younger... Uh, well, no, I mean, the people across the street are probably about our age. And then uh, directly across the street. And then Catty Corner is a is a family that they're probably in their 30s. So, but then there's definitely some seniors on one side. It, it's,
2: Let's just say that <clears throat> out of the people that go to the party, Sans, a couple of Families that are more probably y'all's age. I'm the oldest.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, so it's, it's so
2: and not by a whole lot.
1: Well, you're in White House, but so I'm, it's like that White House that. Bullard, uh, Lindale type young family demographic. <laughs> demographic. Yes,
2: I'm gonna tell you <laughs> okay. though. It's y'all are, is outside how the they loop. Afford it. Subdivision yeah, people. Afford
1: it. I'm inside the loop. We old school.
0: <laughs> okay, so I'm going with this makes a good mixer. It's not a sipping tequila.
1: I think it's a good, it's a decent sipper. If, but sipper? but you you know you don't like rye, no, you don't. don't like grassy herbal type Mm-mm. notes. Uh, but if
0: you do like that, it's, it's a little good.
2: sharp for me. I like herbal, but and it's a little sharp. for As me. a rule,
0: I prefer like an añejo, one that's been aged longer. Typically. He makes an añejo, right?
1: They, it's yes. in stock now. It's a it is. Store down the it road. is in stock now. It's only about ten dollars more than this bottle,
0: right? So, I it's I preferred Hill, right? That's my preference. So, maybe I'm...
2: I would like to try his Añejo because if it's herbal and it's a little smoother, a little less bite, I'm down.
0: Maybe I'm just jaded. What is
1: that? I'm getting... It's almost an anise. I don't want to li- say anise. <laughs> um, anise? An anise type flavor, almost. Like licorice? A little bit, almost a little bit. It's not, clearly, but...
0: It's not. There's something there that I just can't pinpoint yet, and I'll figure it out, but... It's very bright. It is very bright. It's a bright tequila.
1: I'm, I don't
0: hate it. Yeah. I don't hate it. I
2: like that, that it's different. I do. Like I said, I'm not sure what they used in the jello shot, but it did end with me in the yard <laughs> throwing the dog <laughs> ball, going, The lights are so pretty at Christmas. So, you know.
0: Oh, uh, that's not a lie, I can attest. But I, I,
1: I know what you're saying. For $10 more, you can get Casanoble. And for $16 less, I can get a Cabrito Reposado, (laughs) which is actually really good.
0: So here's my uh, thing. If you're going to spend this money, you can spend less and get Cabrito.
1: Which is an excellent tequila.
0: Or you can spend $10 more and you can get Casamigos. Añejo. Añejo. Añejo.
1: Which is like dessert in a bottle. Yeah, it's It's good.
0: But let's be
2: honest. We haven't had Terramana Añejo that's $10 more.
0: No, we haven't. But I, Maybe that's okay, something worth trying. Okay, based on what the ref is, based on what the reposado it's gonna is. It's going to taste different. I'm I'm going to st- – I would be willing to bet money that the
1: – well Casa on Añejo, I get a little uh, dustiness in that. hmm Yeah. Like uh, almost like if you ever had uh, not bourbon but straight corn whiskey that the mash was 100% corn. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, Balcones Baby Blue. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It has that little bit of... Uh, I didn't have that. It's a little bit of uh, like a dry corn, dusty. earthy dustiness to mm-hmm. it. I this has that. that. Yeah. And yeah. on Anejo has
0: it. Which is another excellent tequila that you can get for... $10 more. $10 more. I'm going to go with the 10 lotters more and get the tequila that I really like.
1: i go for the $16 less than by the $20 bottle of Caprito. Which you did. <laughs> so, Which I did.
0: <laughs> this is this is not actually a, a thumbs up or a thumbs down. It's just I'm a thumbs up, but I'm a thumbs up for mixer. Mixer, you know I'm not a thumbs up for a sipping tequila. Okay, yeah. I mean I'm
2: sipping it.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: and I'm not
1: like
0: it's... no no it's not garbage by any stretch. It's not bad. No. It's it's good
1: not don't. We don't want the rock coming out. I mean he's a big Hell man. No, did you the see the videos? He's a large man, and he is also the highest-paid actor in Hollywood. Mm. Is he really? Yeah.
0: Oh wow! I did not know that he got he was that a Disney paid.
1: money, got that DC money. The, I mean, that's he's, true.
2: He's, he's all it, over it. He's, he's
0: got it going on.
2: He really does.
1: And by all accounts, a wonderful human being and a super nice guy. That's what I've well, heard.
0: his his dad was a super nice guy. Yeah, because I used Rocky to watch. Johnson. Oh my yeah. god! I used to watch him when I was a kid. He was my idol. Rocky Johnson was my hero so yeah he he has to be a good guy I fully expect
1: Dwayne Johnson at some point will be running for president really yeah it's been brought up really he's a registered Republican and he's like and he is beloved
0: oh yeah absolutely well I mean look you got Ronald Reagan that made it right yeah he was I, probably my favorite president. I mean, <sighs> I mean,
2: so besides,
0: I, I realize like, that's
1: that's a uh, that is a contentious thing to say. Yeah,
0: but he is my favorite president. I mean, now more I, than I have Lincoln? to say that. Yeah, absolutely. I love but I didn't serve in the military under Lincoln. I served in the military under Ronald Reagan. That's true, and that makes a big difference. You know. To have a president like that, thank you for your service. You're welcome, by the way, no and problem. to all the vets out there, absolutely. Whoa, you give
1: us the freedom <laughs> to be able to do silly shit like we do here, like this right uh, here, absolutely, and say stuff that you probably wouldn't be able to say in other countries.
0: That's right, you wouldn't be able to. Speaking of countries, let's talk about America, and we've talked about. Our B-O-O-Z-E, our booze. So let's talk about our booze, B-O-O-S.
2: Let me just say real quick. On this okay. B-double-O-Z-E. From May 1st through May 7th to celebrate Cinco de Mayo and Dwayne The Rock Johnson's birthday, oh. you can do guac on the rock. For the third year in a row... You can find a restaurant near you, order a Tiramisu cocktail and guacamole, take a picture of your receipt and submit it online, and you will be reimbursed via Venmo.
0: For the drink, no way. For
2: the guac.
1: For the guac.
0: This, guac. Well, for the guac. Is this? I guess it's for the guac. On the it says rock.
2: Free guac on the rock.
1: Done.
0: I'm gonna do and so it. I, googled I swear it to God, it for, I'm gonna put it on Instagram. I googled
2: it for our area here in Tyler, and it's The Grove Applebee's, Who right next to my house. Applebee's.
1: <laughs> I live Chew- next door to The Grove. Yeah.
2: Chewies. Or salt grass.
0: Uh, salt oh,
1: grass. Oh, no. It's uh, Mara, my daughter, she is obsessed with Chewy's. Every time when she comes in from college, that is as she stops by the house to drop off her dog and straight to Chewy's.
0: Okay, we'll point that out that have, she's in college.
2: They have great guac. <laughs> <laughs> they have great guac. They do. People she still go to queso, Applebee's. But it's too the it.
0: noisy there for me. I just, I can't stand it.
2: I love mm-hmm. their salsa. Oh,
0: their salsa is great. Oh,
1: I like the uh, jalapeno ranch.
2: Heck, oh, yeah, their chips mm-hmm. are good too. Yeah, the spicy. Applebee's, I didn't even know, like, would even carry terramana. I didn't even know people still go there. Hmm. Not here, um, at least. Not in this area. And the
1: Grove is right, I mean, backs up. The property of the Grove is right True. back like, to right, my house yeah, on Thursday yeah. nights when they do karaoke night. I get to listen for from free. my backyard for free.
2: Well, you can get guac on the rock at the Grove. We'll go to the salt grass and get guac, guac on the rock. And um, Mara can go to Chewy's. Yeah. And whoever wants to go to Applebee's can feel free. So anyway, a little fun fact there.
0: <laughs> fun fact.
2: May 1st through the 7th. Nice.
0: Okay, so we've talked about booze, B-O-O-Z-E. <laughs> Let's talk about B-O-O-S. And since we were talking about Ronald Reagan, which was America's greatest president, <laughs> in in my opinion... He didn't. I know he didn't do anything. He didn't that crazy. pull the union together no. during it. No, he just saw time. us through the Cold War, and he was a president while I was serving, so he raised president. <laughs> and I base it strictly on those uh, prerequisites. Oh, I hear
1: you. Yeah, I see what
0: you're... Uh, yeah. Strictly I can smell was, what you're cooking. Yeah. You, can you smell what I'm cooking I can over smell here? oh that was lightning. And just so you know that we did order a thunderstorm, uh, just so that since we're telling ghost stories and, and boozy kind of stuff... Uh, we uh, we ordered a, uh, a thunderstorm, so we should have some lightning and thunder during the recording. And let's talk about America's greatest ghost story, at least that's what it's been called. we we'll listen to that. I know, listen, here it comes. Can you guys hear that? That's awesome. Okay, so we're going to talk about the Bell Witch. And this is a story that has attracted the attention of ghost hunters. Uh, Skeptics, supernaturalists, religious leaders, storytellers, and a president of the United, a States. president of the United States. So we go all the way back to 1804, and John and Lucy Bell had a family, nine children. There was Jesse John Jr., Drew, Drew, Drewry, Drewy, right? It's, yeah, it's hard to say. It's it's like Drew with an R Y on the end of it, Drewry. Benjamin, Esther Zadok, Elizabeth, Richard Williams and Joel.
1: Nobody names their kids Drury anymore. Now, is
0: that like the
2: Drury Hotel? Drury no, it is not Hotel? spelled the same way. I know, but is it, you say it the same Drury, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, in
0: 1804, the family built a house and started to farm on a 1,000 acres, which uh, butted up against the Red River there in Robertson County, Tennessee. Evidently, uh, John Bell was a a great philanthropist of his time in that area. And he was, their family became because of his generosity became one of the most popular families in Robertson County. Everybody loved (coughs) the bells. And so anyway, getting to the witch, nobody really knows where this witch came from. The, um, some people think it might be the fact that there was a grave that was disturbed on the property. Um, and, there are other reports that it came from quote everywhere including heaven hell and earth so I don't nobody really knows what this was I have heard
1: that Druey Bell that by the cave above uh the cave that there are Native American and he
0: disturbed that and he
1: disturbed that and and brought a skull home and one of the a tooth from the skull got trapped in the floorboards of the
0: Mm. house well I mean and that makes sense the um So anyway, they had moved in, and they'd been there 13 years before, no problems at all. And 13 years after they move in, uh, John Bell and his son are walking through the cornfield. It didn't say which son when I was doing the research, but they're walking through the, uh, probably John Jr. They're walking through the cornfield, and he comes across this. It's described as a misshapen dog. It says, it looked like a dog except larger But even larger than a wolf and this dog-like misshapen dog-like creature um was there in the corn and it was staring at john i mean john was looking at it and you know usually with a dog if you stare him down that's a a sign of dominance or you know where they're they're trying to determine who the who the big daddy is you know so he's yeah the alpha and so he's staring at this dog and this dog is. Dog thing is just staring right back at him, and finally he's like, "Well, the hell with this," you know. So he takes his gun and he fires at the dog, and the dog takes off and just poof, just disappears. Can't find him. So John Bell goes up there to investigate where the dog was, and he was evidently he was quite the shot and didn't hardly ever miss. Right? You'd have to be in eighteen oh nine, right? And with the accuracy of muskets, <laughs> exactly then, right. Pretty bad. So. He goes up there to where the dog was in in his cornfield and the dog is gone. There are no tracks. There's the dog had been laying down there and there was no the the corn hadn't been pushed down, the weeds hadn't been pushed down, there was no sign that the dog had been there. John was pretty sure that his sight was true and the shot was good, but there was no blood. So it was like it didn't hit him. So maybe he missed, maybe he didn't. Maybe just pass right through him because it wasn't, you know, a real dog or whatever. But anyway, no sign of the dog. Okay. So they get, it was uh, a few nights later, in the house, there comes this knocking. It's like, on one part of the house. And this is the middle of the night. And they're like, what is that? You know, and they get up and they start looking around. And... Then it comes from the other side of the house. <laughs> so they're like, somebody's playing a trick on us, somebody's pranking us. So they go, they finally go outside. They run around the house and they look John, and his older sons, nothing's there. And so they didn't find anything. John tells his family, don't say anything to the town folks. I want them to, I don't want anybody to know because I want them to come back so I can catch them doing this because he thought somebody was pranking him. So, and it was after that, that Drury and Betsy started seeing strange creatures and heard strange sounds around the house. And then the disturbances included knocking on the doors, the windows, sounds of wings flapping, and rats gnawing on the (laughs) bedposts. Yeah. Okay, and then the sound of choking and strangling and the sounds of chains dragging and heavy objects hitting the floor. Now, the oldest two boys uh, were the ones that heard the rats, and they're laying in bed at night, and as they're trying to go to sleep, and they hear this, this gnawing, this, you know, on the on the bedpost, and it just keeps getting louder and louder and louder. So, they're looking at each other and go, okay, we're, we're getting up, and... They hop up out of bed, and as soon as they hop up out of bed, it stops. They look around the room. There's nothing there. they're like, okay, so we don't know what it was. They get back in bed. They lay down. They close their eyes, and it starts up again. And this thing is, they said they could feel the vibrations through the bed. And this thing, whatever it is, it's gnawing on the bed. They hop up out of bed again. They look underneath the bed. There's nothing there. There's no marks on the bedpost. You can't see it, but you could feel it, and you could hear it. So anyway, they're uh, finally, you know, they, they go wake up the whole family. They search the whole house trying to find something that says, hey, there's something actually here. Nothing. So anyway, this they called it showing off or, you know, the spirit was just exhibiting things for them. But it's, it's uh, activity increased uh, shortly thereafter physically abusing members of the family but showed a great deal of compassion towards lucy bell and this was john bell's wife and she was proclaimed the most perfect woman living really now i know that's absolute and complete bs because i am married to Alyssa, and i understand that i have (laughs) the most perfect (laughs) the most perfect woman living but anyway uh john jr Uh, the eldest of John's sons had an intense conversation with the witch and declared it to be the spirit of the damned. Uh, So during these demonstrations, the family refused to speak to the events of their neighbors. The witch, as she's tormenting them, for lack of a better word, once recited two sermons of two different preachers that were given 12 miles apart at the same time. So she was able to recite both of these sermons from preachers that were twelve miles apart. Really? So there, yeah, it's really it's crazy stuff. So another uh, instance, William Porter claimed to have encountered the witch in bed, and attempted to throw it into the fire, but was unable to due to its weight and terrible smell.
1: Is it, he's the one that threw the blanket over and grabbed it? Yeah
0: threw a blanket over it, grabbed it, it stunk <clears> so bad and was so heavy he couldn't get it to the fireplace and throw it in the fire. And William Porter was one of the neighbors of yeah. John Bell and the Bell family. And so finally it got to the point to where the Bales had reached out to the their neighborhood, or I'm sorry, their uh, their community, and they they reached out to him and said, hey, look, we've got this thing going on at the house and everybody's, because he was so well-liked, everybody started coming to him and said hey dude let us let us hang out with you we'll stay up with you and you know help the family get some rest and we'll watch for this thing well it didn't matter that all these people were coming to their house this thing was still acting up because you know i'm sure some people thought eh, it's just one of the kids acting up you know and trying to get attention or something or or pulling the prank or whatever that didn't happen so evidently this witch had a huge dislike for the uh the family slaves and tormented him beating them and refusing to allow them into the house but
1: it should have been beating the bells for owning slaves hey, in the well, first
0: place right the, I uh, realize it's 1809 I guess it was a different world and I'm not judging so a bells slave named Dean encountered the witch several times and claimed it appeared to be a large black dog or wolf and here we get this dog or wolf thing like John Bell saw in hellhound maybe so Sometimes with two heads, sometimes with no head. A cerebus. So, Dean claimed he turned into a mule once and was attacked by the witch. He carried an axe and a witch ball made by his wife for protection. What is a witch ball? A witch ball? It is a glass ball. Uh, They used to hang it on the end of boats um, to ward off evil spirits. Mm -hmm. So... Um, I'll I'll throw one up on the. Okay, yeah, I've never heard of that. Yeah, when I when I edit this and and do all the pictures and stuff like that, I'll I'll throw up a witch ball there, and so so everybody knows the witch ball is for John. Uh, the uh, yeah, it's a witch ball. It's a it's a, gla- it's a blown glass ball, and boats used to have them. They would hang off the front of the ship, and it was to ward off the evil spirits.
1: Kind of like blue glass bottles, like a like a bottle tree. Yeah, like, you know where Similar. you see the the yeah.
2: like the green bottles where you see the little ships <clears throat> inside them. Oh, wait, those are like like round, but there's there's your witch ball.
0: So
1: oh, I need one of those.
0: <clears throat> right, another We're hung cool.
2: in cottage windows in the seventeenth and eighteenth century to ward off evil spirits. Yeah,
0: there you yeah. go. So in another instance, Doctor Mize probably
1: get one at, at uh, first there's- Monday.
0: In England. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. In another instance, Doctor Mize, is a noted conjurer uh, from Simpson, Kentucky. Came to exorcise the witch and was mocked and frightened away. John Bell, Senior, Betsy Bell were frequently abused by the by the witch. So Betsy's abuse and that's his uh, his daughter Elizabeth or Betsy Betsy Bell was frequently abused by the witch. The constant threat of the abuse caused betsy to become prone to feigning spells and smothering sensations so i i've never had a smothering sensation i assume this is where you feel like you can't breathe
2: that sounds I awful i think so yeah
0: it just like doesn't sound on, on
1: your chest
0: yeah
2: that's what like she's having a heart attack all the time
0: I a, like the shadow well you know like <laughs> she, it felt like she was sitting on her yeah she couldn't no breathe. i know so, and it was horrible for Betsy because Betsy wasn't able to escape this because so, the family would send her to a neighbor's house for some rest, you know. So she, because this thing was tormenting her, and evidently Betsy took the brunt of the abuse after John Bell. John Bell took the most abuse. Betsy Bell took his daughter took the second most abuse.
1: Well, John Bell,
0: right? And we're we're gonna get to that. Yeah. Okay. So the so anyway. She would follow Betsy to other people's houses if she went there to get away. And um, so during one such day uh, at Thinny Thorne's house, I don't know who would name their child Thinny.
1: Look what they're naming kids back then. Drewy.
0: Yeah. T-H-E-N-Y. It's like things that are hard to pronounce. So Thinny Thorne's house, there was a loud knocking on the door. The door flew open and was followed by a voice speaking softly and a soft hand patting um, Betsy on the cheek. The voice assured them that they wouldn't be disturbed anymore that night. And in one account I read where she, the witch, she the witch, spoke to Betsy and says, you know you can't get away from me. And how freaky would that be? You've gone to the neighbor's house because your house is haunted, right? You go to your neighbor's house, and your neighbor says, or the the witch comes to you there and says, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, you can't get away from me. I can find you here too."
1: Well, it sounds oh. like the land in general is
0: God. It was just that would be horrible. There was just there would be no reprieve. How far
1: away is your neighbor if you have a thousand acre plot?
0: Uh, yeah, your your neighbors, neighbor's a long way off. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, well, it was back then though. Everybody had a thousand acres, you know, or, or so, you know,
1: or at least a hundred acres of mule,
0: you know. So a little early for that. <laughs> yeah.
1: 1809's way before that.
0: So there were family friends that tried to help out and they would come to and try to relieve Betsy and, and John for this. One such friend was uh, Frank miles who promised to protect Betsy from further abuse by the spirit. So Frank is going to tell the spirit off. Despite Frank's confidence, the spirit responded by verbally attacking him and physically assaulting Betsy. So Frank attempted to confront the spirit, but was unable to stop its abuse and was eventually knocked off his feet by the spirit. Knocked him on his ass, I guess. So the spirit would uh, interfere and intervene in Betsy's relationship. She opposed the union of childhood sweethearts, Betsy Bell and Joshua Gardner, who was a, a, a young man from that community. Uh, Taunts and physical abuse were frequently used by the witch against Betsy and Joshua. Betsy wanted to marry Joshua, but put off the marriage due to the fear of the spirit's reprisal. The witch's attack on Betsy were not limited to her relationship with Gardner, and Betsy suffered from abuse from the spirit even after her relationship with Joshua uh, Gardner had ended. Betsy uh, ended up marrying her former school teacher, Richard Powell, so Richard had been uh, courting her and coming to see her and looking after her because he knew of the abuse that she was suffering from the witch so he would come to her house and you know for comfort help her with her studies etc anyway they ended up falling in love she ends up marrying this guy and the abuse seemed to subside after the marriage but Betsy still left the area with her husband and settled in mississippi in 1820 so she got out there in 1820 and she was gone now this story carried so much weight and there were everybody knew about it so when you said something about a president a while ago andrew jackson
1: not president
0: at the time but m- no but uh, <clears throat> general at the time yeah general Jackson, and so general andrew jackson uh, ended up encountering the Bell Witch. So Jackson owned property on the Red River, uh, very near to where well, the
1: Hermitage is not very far from the Bellwitch property. Is it his 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 home? Is oh, it's not plantation. I don't I didn't know. It's it. very far from. It's not far from there.
0: So he, so he ends up wanting to see the Bell Witch. He's heard all about it. There's you know it's it was extremely well known at the time. So uh, Jackson went to go see. Yeah, the I know, witch. right? There's a the witch. Uh, Jackson went to go see the witch, so he takes a party with him. He's he his entourage, so to speak. Uh, several guys with him. They hopped in a wagon or wagons, and on the soldiers, way, soldiers, right? To, yeah, yep. And on the way to the farm, um, on the or the ranch, it, the, he is in the wagons, and they get stuck. The wagon won't move. And it's not stuck in mud. It's just stuck. It does not move. On the road. So like the they, wheels just won't the turn. The wheels won't turn. And they're out there pushing on this thing. They're whipping the horses, you know, trying to prod them and get them to move on. They won't do it. Excuse me. So his men are out there pushing it, trying to get it to move. So Andrew Jackson exclaims, by the Eternal Boys, this is the witch. To which a disembodied voice replied, All right, General, let the wagon move on. I will see you again tonight. Nope. At that time, the wagon started of its own accord, and they continued on their journey. So the witch held the wagon and said, okay, you can go. So in his group, uh, there was a man among them, and he claimed to be a witch hunter. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, <laughs> 1809? Yeah, Von not, Helsing not or something.
1: 1609.
0: Right, he's a witch hunter. <clears throat> so this man claimed to be a witch hunter. That evening, the witch hunter regaled the men with tales of hunting witches. Jackson whispered to a colleague...
1: Was it Nicolas Cage? <laughs> I
0: don't know. <laughs> you, know bo- okay, Maybe. So you know the movie? Okay, just you know the movie. But anyway, he goes, I'll bet this fellow is an errant coward. By the Eternals, I do wish the thing would come. I want to see him run. And that was what Jackson said. At least that's how the legend goes. Jackson so the,
1: was, was by all accounts, a dick anyway. Yeah,
0: a little bit. So the witch hunter, but I mean, think about the job he had to do. He had to be, you know, so.
1: Trail of Tears
0: is actually uh, a real dick. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> maybe he went a little far. Truth. Yeah. Truth. Okay. Yeah. So the witch Pretty hunter. A
1: horrible person.
2: Have a blanket.
0: Okay, I'm gonna have to cut all this out of the podcast. No, get no, <laughs> no, you won't. I
1: mean Andrew Jackson should not be on a twenty dollar bill, should not be honored on
0: Okay. So the witch hunter claimed to have a silver bullet and the witch challenged him to shoot the gun.
2: So now we're having a werewolf.
0: But did not fire. What? What are you talking about werewolf? I'm gonna tell you what.
2: Silver bullet. This is No, you <laughs> said silver bullet, so it automatically <coughs> went to werewolf.
0: A silver bullet because of the purity um Silver bullets are used in multiple different things to, to kill yeah, different uh, monsters.
1: Vampires don't like silver either. Right. Like blade always had those, those silver too, yeah. spikes he could shoot. Yeah, so
0: it's vampires at. and werewolves. Mm-hmm. It's, it, so anyway.
2: Supernatural.
0: Right. So the werewolf, are, good Lord, now you got me on werewolves. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So the witch hunter claimed to have a silver bullet, and the witch challenged him to shoot, but the gun did not fire. The hunter was struck by an unseen force. The powder was wet. Yeah. the struck Was struck by an unseen force, claimed to feel the pain of being stuck by a, okay. a thousand needles, exclaimed he had been grabbed by the nose, and fled from the tent. So this guy was a coward.
1: Witch hunter my this ass. This is the witch and hunter? Witch hunter my
0: ass. <laughs> so the witch exclaimed <clears throat> how the devil did run and beg. I'll bet he won't come through here again and his old horse pistol to shoot me. I guess that's the fun enough for tonight, General. And you can go to bed now. I will come tomorrow night and show you another rascal in the crowd. Okay. So she's saying, hey, if you're still here tomorrow, I'll get one of your other guys. Despite Jackson, okay, despite Jackson being eager to stay, his party had had enough and they returned to Nashville. They left. Said deuces, we're out, we're gone. So one of the neighbors of John Bell and
2: in- But one of the things that John the Andrew Jackson said is by the eternal boys, I never saw so much fun in all my life. This beats fighting the British.
0: <laughs> I bet it did.
2: After he got <laughs> let out by the nose by the by the after the Right. The guy got let out by the nose by the witch.
0: Good catch. <laughs> so one of the neighbors was Katie or Kate Bats. And she was a neighbor of the Bell family who lived in the same area in Adams, <coughs> Tennessee. Um, Kate Bats was known to be an eccentric and unpleasant woman, <laughs> according to some accounts. She was she, an old bat. She was an old bat. I hope maybe no one
2: describes the, me as an unpleasant woman.
0: Maybe that's where the term comes from. She was an old bat. She had a feud with the Bell family prior to the haunting. In many versions of the Bell Witch <laughs> legend... Kate Batts is portrayed as a possible culprit or instigator of the haunting. Some stories suggest that Batts had a grudge against John Bell Sr. and she placed a curse on him and his family. Other versions of the story claim that Batts was a witch herself, and that she summoned the Bell witch to torment the Bell family. Now, I didn't, I didn't take note of this uh, within what I was going to tell, but I'll, I'll reference it now. Kate Batts, I think probably. Uh, had some psych issues. She would she talked very loud. Um she would go around in the town.
1: She was an early nineteenth century Karen.
0: <laughs> oh, she was beyond Karen. She uh she would use words that made no sense and she would use it. she had a habit of using these great big words, right? Except like words like uh califragilistic expiry, you know, but she, they were words that were used inappropriately. She wouldn't use them in the she, right context. She was bat shit crazy. She was bat shit crazy. She was. So uh and that was Kate Bats. So I thought I would throw that in there. No relation because,
1: to Billy Bats.
0: Yeah. Go, I,
1: go and get your fucking chime box.
0: <laughs> I was so I thought I'd throw that in there because I read that about her and I thought it it it, it bears mentioning that she really was nutso i mean for lack of a a better term so on to john bell although tormenting betsy bell the main goal of the bell witch evidently was the death of john bell senior john bell senior was uh, subject subjected to curses, threats and physical torments by the spirit and the abuse continued bell took his bed and was cared for by John Jr. On December nineteenth, eighteen twenty, John found John Jr. Or John Jr. found a vial containing a dark, smoky liquid in the cupboard instead of the usual three medicine vials. And I'm sure it wasn't scotch because I was, I was about to
1: say, <laughs> was it Lagavulin sixteen?
0: No, it was not. It was not a peaty, smoky scotch. It was this nasty-looking uh, liquid that was... Oh, um, it was Mezcal. <laughs> it might have been Mezcal. Oh. It very well could have been. Uh, but he found that instead of the usual three medicine vials that were normally there when he went to give his dad his medicine. So the spirit told John Jr.
1: What medicine did they have? You got and some sort ah, of Dude, opium.
0: I don't... Well, I mean, there were medicines back then, you know.
1: Yeah, but not like...
0: No, there wasn't a lot, but there were some
1: like opium, like based things. The only thing I can think of a lot. Yeah,
0: well, I'm I'm not much on historical medicine, but I know that they had some. Um, the spirit claimed that she gave Bell Senior a big dose of the liquid, making him unable to recover from his bed. The contents of the vial were thrown into the fire and erupted into a blue blaze. So maybe it was Scottish. Yeah, blue like alcohol burns blue.
1: Yeah,
0: so For I, sure. I don't know, but anyway, so that was on the nineteenth of December in eighteen twenty. On the twentieth of December, eighteen twenty, John Bell died, so he never got up out of the bed, and so the Bill, the Bell Witch uh, actually wasn't done with John. She showed up at his funeral. <laughs> And disrupted the funeral by singing body drinking songs at the funeral. Hmm. And there were several times during sermons, um, these are through other accounts that I've read, but there were several times during sermons that the witch would interrupt during so the preachers up there, you know, the pastor, whatever. Did
1: someone come to the house and have a theological discussion with the spirit, with the bell witch? I didn't see that
0: in my research, but I would not doubt there's I mean there's there's a bazillion different legends out there yeah, about what all so went that's on, one but of the ones I've heard, yeah, she. So it, some of the stuff I've read, she actually went to the church and disrupted church when they were having a sermon. You know, she would. So and here at his funeral, she's disrupting the funeral by drinking, uh, singing these body drinking songs, you know, as they call it. Uh, the two main books about this are. Uh, The Bell Witch and American Haunting, and this was by Brent Monaghan, 1995 novel that claims to be the true story of The Bell Witch, based on newly discovered papers uh, belonging to Richard Powell. Now, you remember, Richard Powell was the husband of Betsy Betsy Bell. Bell. Right. And then there's An Authenticated History of the Famous Bell Witch by M.V. Ingram, published in 1894. Martin Ingram. And there's also A Mysterious Spirit, The Bell Witch of Tennessee by Charles Bailey Bell. So if you go into the movies, if you want to do that, there's The Bell Witch Haunting, which uh, in 2004, which was a low budget horror movie. I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, I'm only familiar I, did, with the documentary I haven't seen that it. Uh, yeah.
1: Small town monsters made.
0: That's a that's a pretty good one. Yeah, the uh, the Bell Witch legend in 2011. This documentary takes a more factual approach to, to the Bell Witch legend, exploring the historical records and eyewitness accounts of the events. It includes interviews with historians, experts on the Bell Witch, as well as the reenactments of some of the most famous incidents. Uh, then you have the American Haunting in 2005, um, which this one. Eh. <laughs> It's not very factual as far as now some of this stuff correlates to the actual legend, but it's the uh Donald Sutherland uh, plays John Bell and really? does yes, and does an excellent job. Yeah, he does
1: an excellent job of anything. Uh,
0: absolutely. I mean the uh Kiefer two. Kiefer two, absolutely. So but John Bell plays or I'm sorry. Donald Sutherland plays John Bell.
1: Remember Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Yeah, you can, <laughs> How
0: could you forget that?
1: Yeah.
0: And but in this story, so there's this scene and I don't run the movie or anybody. So if you want to watch this movie, don't listen to this part, but in the <laughs> spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert for <laughs> an American Haunting from 2005. There's a scene where uh, John Bell's wife opens the door and Betsy Bell is suspended in the air above her bed okay and it's as if the spirit or the witch has grabbed her pulled her up and it's just slapping her back and forth like this right
1: and it, here's it so you, they call it the Bell Witch and you say witch but I think that's just a terminology from the time it a terminology. trying to explain yes. something that today we would call poltergeist
0: right Demonic.
1: A demonic or a poltergeist right. type spirit.
0: So she opens the door and there's Betsy suspended above her bed and obviously being abused by the witch, right? Something slapping her back and forth.
2: But they can't see it.
0: She doesn't see anything there. Okay. okay. So in the movie, and I know I'm ruining this for you, and I apologize, but in the movie it's
1: Unless it's free on Prime, I'm yeah. Probably not gonna
0: Donald know. Sutherland is actually the one that has his daughter held up, and he's slapping her back and forth. Mom, who walks through the door and sees it, blocks this out of her memory. Oh, and she doesn't see Dad standing there slapping his daughter. It's really and forth good because Dad. She knows that Dad is mm, the daughter, right? Which is horrible.
1: I mean, yes, but...
0: But it makes for a great movie. It does. That's fantastic. The movie's great. The movie, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Or or pull it up on Amazon Prime or Netflix or whatever. It is an excellent movie. Um, It's just called
1: An American Haunting.
0: An American Haunting, 2005, Donald Sutherland. Not American
1: Haunting, which is a a ghost hunting show.
0: Yeah, Sissy Spacek uh, plays... um, God, I can't remember well, her name. I could not. The, uh, have typed John that Bell's words. wife. Lucy? Lucy Bell, thank you. I think you're right.
1: She's great too. Uh,
0: yeah, She's Sissy Spacek is amazing. She is a
1: local girl from around Quicken. here.
0: Right. So then you have the Bell Witch of Adams, Tennessee. This documentary takes a similar approach to the Bell Witch legend, exploring historical records and eyewitnesses' accounts. And then you have the Curse of the Bell Witch in 2020. Don't waste your time. This movie takes a modern twist on the Bell Witch legend as a group of friends visit Tennessee to investigate the legend, and accidentally awaken the spirit of the Bell Witch. It features a mix of found footage and traditional oh. cinematography. It's yeah.
1: So by the way, in American Haunting on um, Prime is not free, but you can rent it for four dollars or just buy it for eight.
0: Yeah, spend your money and, and rent we're, the movie. We're going to add it that is, to
1: my uh, watch this. Well, you just
2: gave it away. so.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, there, there's the movie is great. You need to watch the movie. It's one of the best horror flicks I've seen in a long time. because. Really? Yes, because... That's high praise. Well, it is high praise Because we've seen
1: a lot of horror flicks. Yes,
0: but this, a lot of... So Dean Koontz is one of my favorite authors. And the reason Dean Koontz is one of my favorite authors is because he takes something that you see and you go, oh my God, that's unexplainable and that's that's horrific and there's no way to do, to explain that. And yet, sometime, somehow by the end of the, the book, the novel that he's written, you go, oh, that makes sense. It's not supernatural after all. It's something that was actually, you know, there was a drug involved or there was a government experiment or or in this case, it was somebody just blocking that memory that out.
1: Government man. That government experiment. That's a whole other rabbit.
0: Right, rabbit exactly.
1: On, the furries. So, Have <laughs> you seen that movie? Mm. Um,
2: so is she a spirit or an actual entity? Because if he's trying to grab her in bed and put her in the fire and she smells bad.
0: Okay, so here's my thought on that. I think that... Which, as John pointed out a while ago, is just a term... That they used. That they used at the time, which was... Like
1: saying hate. Like, remember, like... Yeah. Yeah. No, no one uses that term anymore, but we know what it means, yeah.
0: I think that...
2: But could they see her? If they smelled her and they tried to pick her up out of this with Nobody a blanket? Nobody ever
0: mentioned seeing her. They're actually... They're, okay, I say they're no one ever saw her, but... Uh well, to in the, this
1: woodcut from my 1894 here that shows William Porter putting the bag. You could see yeah. legs sticking
2: yeah, out the like, yeah. of the bag. Yeah, like she's trying he's trying okay. to burn her.
0: So it something showed up and he tried to grab and throw it in the fire. Okay. The the two daughters saw her and she was walking. So one of the daughters is walking, she starts walking down the road uh out in front of their house. And so She hears gravel crunching behind her or, you know, somebody walking. So
1: gravel roads and
0: well, gravel, dirt, uh, whatever, but she hears something behind her. So she turns (laughs) and she looks and there's a woman behind her walking the opposite direction. Now she never saw this woman pass her, but all of a sudden she's behind her walking the opposite direction. So she's like, well, who's it? And walking towards her house so she's like hey you know woman never responds so she turns and she starts walking towards her and as she's walking towards her this woman is pulling her hands through her hair like she's straightening her hair she's she had a hood on a, a veil she pulls it off she and she's running her hands through her hair and the closer she gets to her the more vigorously she's pulling through her hair until finally she's calling her and she's not answering it's freaking her out a little bit. So she runs around the woman. She she circumvents her. Hey lady. Hey lady. Yeah. And when she does, this woman's not only pulling her fingers through her hair, she's literally pulling her hair out of her head. And she's freaked out, right? So she runs in the house, she locks the door, she calls her sister, said, Hey, this lady's, you know, come down the road. She's pulling her hair out. And So this woman is continuing to walk down the road towards the house. The two sisters are staring out the window, looking at this woman. And so the woman, it's almost like she suddenly realizes that these girls are watching her, and her gaze just stops and locks eyes with the two daughters. So she's looking at them, and they're like, (gasps) and it freaks them out, you know. And she's literally, she's pulling wads of hair out of her hand. So she goes past one side of the house and to the next side of the house. As she goes over there, when the girls move from that window to the other side of the house and they look out the window, instead of it being just this woman in this black dress and veil, it's this woman and three children. And they're about yay tall, okay? And and they have these white robes on and they go out to the trees They climb up in the trees and they start swinging back and forth in trees and the trees are doing this number. Okay. So one of the girls' husbands comes in and they're like, oh, come here, come here, come here. Look, look at, look at what's going on. So the husband comes over here and he looks out the window and he sees the trees going back and forth like this, but nobody in the trees he can't see the witch or the three children that are with the witch but the daughters did there's tons and tons and tons of crazy stories it
1: kind of reminds me a little bit of uh of the film the i call it the Vavitch, but it's the witch yeah the a24 film from which fantastic film by the way great movie um Same guy who made The Northman. Um, I can't remember the director's name. Yeah. But uh, and starring the lovely and talented Anya Taylor-Joy. <laughs> you only say that. My favorite Again. currently working actress. She is so fantastic. Because you she get to is see her so fantastic
0: ass walking out towards the woods.
1: And floating up into the sky. Yeah, well, okay. Spoiler alert. But, um, yeah. Yeah, the, but, the bitch. Bitch. That reminds the me vavitch, a little bit of it. Yeah. The Vavitch,
0: yeah.
2: She's in Peaky Blinders. Not to be confused Does with... she really... I don't remember the, her Peaky Blinders. She's in Peaky Blinders. Yes, she is. And she's her. the wife. What the... She got the big the eyes.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. She's such a great... She's actress. the... Uh, the
1: Northman is so great. Wasn't she in Robert Eggers. Village? Robert Eggers, director of okay. uh, The Vavitch and The Northman, both mm-hmm. starring her. And you you mean The in... Witch. I, yeah, The Witch. But it's The The Vavitch it's it reminds me so much because it's uh it 's the seventeenth century it 's the sixteen hundreds in in america in the woods there's a witch that's causing all these problems with the family right uh, it's kidnapping so, the children there's a black goat. man
0: it so <clears throat> this this story though intrigues me because there was something going on my guess is that it wasn't a witch, but that was just what they called it. Right, that's what I think. That was the terminology they had. I think that this would have been demonic because of everything that was going on. Because being able to knock a man off his feet, I've been on a lot of... Ghost like, adventures? Well, paranormal investigations or ghost <laughs> things, whatever. <laughs> um, I've been on a lot, and I've had stuff thrown at me. I've had even bed rails. You know, heavy as they are, slung across the floor at me. So I know that this can happen, but this is like, but when you're talking about being able to knock a man off his feet, that's that's on a next level. You know, so I'm thinking this is demonic. I don't think this was a uh, witch.
1: I I kind of uh, think that uh, there is a possibility of a Native American situation going on here. Powerful medicine going on with. Native Americans, and you disturb a burial ground, yep, you were inviting all kinds of horrible things to happen to you. So, um,
0: I know someone that that happened to personally that he disturbed a burial ground, and things were not the same after
1: do, that. Would ever, ever do that uh, if you find remains, <laughs> PSA. <laughs> Especially if you think those are any remains that are human, but especially if you have any reason to believe that those are Native American remains, leave them where they are. Do not touch them.
2: (laughs) So you get the bad sage yourself when you sage yourself.
1: Don't play around with that. Uh, I think considering the time. And, uh, I don't know. I, it's, it's, it's interesting. Cause this is so before anything. Uh, there's no cameras. There's no EVPs. There's no, there's, but, but, too. but it sounds to me like a poltergeist or Absolutely. some sort of dark thing. But I, uh, considering the area they were in, considering the known Native American burial grounds near the Bellwitch Cave. Mm hmm. Uh, that's where I kind of lean, lean with this, and that's also what some of the locals think. Mm-hmm. If you watch Ghost Adventures season ten, episode five, where they investigate the Bell Witch Cave and speak to many of the locals,
2: did you just pull that out of your ass?
1: No, I had to Google that. I Lots knew it was sad. in. A, <laughs> I knew it was in a more recent season.
2: Have like a savant, if you just pull that oh, out of
0: yeah. your like straight. Well, John up. is a savant when it comes to dates and. An
1: and, you know, and Zach Bagan's
0: I was going to say, ZB, but, was uh, he affected when he went into No, it? no, oh, he,
1: it was actually, it's a really good, it's, it's one of their get, good did investigations get
0: three scratches down his back or uh, anything?
1: They spoke to a lot of locals mm-hmm. And many of the locals, as a matter of fact, the local that took them out to the cave You know, and the lady who owns the cave There's mm-hmm. a woman who owns the property now who, where the cave sits um, That's pretty much the general thought is this was a Native American thing.
0: That they mess oh, with. Okay. But they
1: explained it as a witch because so, of the time period. And uh, they actually met up with William Porter, who is a direct descendant.
0: Okay, I could say not the William Porter.
1: Obviously not. <laughs> a direct descendant, though. Right. Of William Porter. Okay. The family still lives in the area, and this is a direct descendant wow. of the actual cool. William Porter. He goes into the cave with them to invest. They even send him in by himself into the cave. And he has balls of steel. He was all up for it, had no problem going in there by himself. And, uh,
0: okay, so wait a second. Let's be fair. Did he have balls of steel, or he just didn't believe?
1: Oh, he believed. He had oh, balls really? Of steel. He, he was brave. So then he, he was had like, balls of steel. He was like, hell yeah, let's do this, you know. Mm-hmm. I am a direct descendant of William Porter, who tried to throw the Bell witch mm. in the fire. They also went to Druey Bell's house, which is still standing.
0: Oh, really? Really?
1: Yeah, and investigated there. There, you could hear footsteps and stuff. Also, see, I
0: hadn't, I hadn't watched any of those. So the cave, be though, this is water. Oh, okay. Uh,
1: the cave <laughs> is uh, very interesting. They this actually caught some light anomalies. So they actually. Uh, uh, very convincing video of when i say light anomalies i don't mean the usual little orb thing that flies around mm-hmm. i'm the talking bug. about the dust a wavy misty <clears throat> thing moving across the cave uh they caught voices in the cave when they weren't there they left cameras rolling and there were voices talking in the cave when no one was there And you, too, can visit this cave. Um,
0: For an admission price? No, no, uh, I don't
1: think there's any admission fee. Uh, The lady who owns the property, she's pretty open about letting people go. But she did say that uh, she has gotten many a rock from the cave returned to her by FedEx or (laughs) whatever. Like, saying people will take a rock from the cave, and then they will be cursed. Like, they'll have their uh, horrible streak of luck. Really, uh, they'll get sick. They'll have uh, really? lose their jobs. They'll have car accidents.
0: Kind of like if you record they, the sh- real story about Roland sh- Doe. <laughs> these
1: cameras work perfectly. Both these cameras work perfectly for, uh um, and, and but they said that they receive rocks sent back to them all the time with That's notes, and they show these notes say, "Please take this thing back. After I took this thing from the cave, this 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 happened to me. Please return it to the cave." So.
0: We had we have a friend, she and I, that we used to work with and I'm There's not gonna name her name obviously, but
1: damn it, Dwayne Johnson, you got me dribbling.
0: <laughs> I thought you said that was water. That I that saw, is I, water. But... I actually saw you fill that with water. Yeah, so. it's water. Okay. okay. So we have a friend whose brother uh went and dug around in some burial grounds. Mm-hmm. Okay, this guy Is brought... Is he stupid? What the well, hell? Well, I don't think he's the brightest. No. But anyway, he brought back actual... You remember? You know who I'm talking about. He brought back actual artifacts to his house.
2: Oh, no. Arrowheads and all kinds <clears> of <throat>
0: Arrowheads and all kinds yeah, of you, stuff. So if you
1: find an arrowhead naturally, but not in a grave, no, dude, he dug, funny, but-
0: he dug a great. They're mounds. Mounds. And he, like, down around Crockett, dug into them. I don't know where. And, uh, wait,
1: they're not far from here. There's a, a, a Indian burial area. Yeah. Indian burial grounds. And uh, they're Caddo, I believe.
0: Pre, uh, yeah. Caddo uh, pre.
2: He wasn't there, but. Pre European.
0: Pre European, yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's Caddo. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You,
2: but their house is haunted. Oh, yeah. I bet. Yeah. But has been haunted even before he brought that home.
0: Well, yeah, he it. just made it ten oh, yeah, times he, worse. I, I would not have done that. I'd have left it. There's no way I would touch that. I, I might have told Do you someone else. When we talked
1: about Bray Road.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Native American, Native burial. Native American burial ground, <laughs> mounds. Mounds. mounds,
0: mounds, and the beast is digging in it. You know, we we so. live
1: uh, about an hour away from uh, uh, mounds. They're protected. Thank God. Uh, you you would actually get arrested if you tried to dig I, in them.
0: But, uh, and and you should.
1: You should very well should be. It's just like going into any other cemetery and digging up a grave. Would I'm you do that? Robber. No, absolutely not.
0: No, absolutely. There's no way I would do it's that. A I think it's so, so disrespectful. I, and, that was my thing. Illegal or not, that is disrespectful.
1: I, I would believe it's illegal.
0: It is illegal.
2: Yeah, you can't be a grave robber. They not, will arrest not,
0: you. not not in a Native American mountain <laughs> <ground> eat <either. laughs> Now, and, <laughs> yeah. If you were in uh England in in the nineteenth century, yeah, nineteenth century. You that would have been a profitable. Yeah, business.
1: but those uh, those cemetery rats will get you. <laughs> mm. Yeah, which it's interesting. You talked about the sound of rats knowing on the bedpost, and that reminded me of H.P. Lovecraft's "The Rats in the Walls" story. Mm. This man is driven insane by the sound of rats scratching inside
0: the walls. Of so I've never during any of my experiences in the haunted houses I've lived in or during investigations have I heard gnawing. I have. Uh, really? Gnawing? But I
1: believe it was actually squirrels oh, okay. or possible rats okay. because this was in uh, Oklahoma the time I lived uh, when I worked at that place in Oklahoma and mm-hmm. I lived in the cabins there on the lake. Yeah. In the wall behind hear, my head where my billow lay. At night you would hear scratching in the wall which had to clearly be a rat.
0: Yeah. Or squirrel.
1: Squirrel. I would think squirrel. I'm thinking squirrel. But that some bitch lived right in the wall right behind my head. And at night that some bitch is scratching around there. and it's the most unnerving sound. It is I can imagine. So I can imagine what the bell family fe- <laughs> have gone through hearing so that
0: I never heard I never heard scratching, and I never heard knocking or anything like that. But the absolute worst that I, uh, well, I won't say the worst, uh, but as far as one of the experiences that I look back on, and I'm laying in bed uh, with my ex-wife, not you. Well,
2: I'm not your ex-wife, so nope, not me.
0: Not you, my ex-wife, that wife. I'm laying in bed, and we're facing each other in bed like this, right? She's here, and I'm here. And I hear this growl. And when I did, my eyes popped open and I looked at her and she's looking at me and I'm like, did you hear that? And she's like, you mean that effing growl? And I'm like, yeah, that, Mm. but it, dude, it came from under the bed. This thing growled. And I'm like, Oh, that's not cool. And then the dog, which was asleep in the living room, um, he had a little thing that he laid on. He was in the living room, which was all the way at the other end of the house. And all of a sudden, he starts barking and raising all matter hell. And I'm thinking, whatever it was that was under bed that was growling has now traversed the length of this house and is in there with the dog, and the dog's pissed off. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But, so I'm... I'm going. This is demonic, probably, or what we would call demonic.
1: But why? What, what did John Bell do? That, mm. I mean, I, we he, we know what people do now. They have or seances, I'm Ouija boards.
0: boards. So did John Bell piss off the wrong person and get a curse? put on him, possibly. That's what I'm thinking. Because from all accounts, I think that uh, from what I've read. About um, uh, Katie or Kate Bats and they even started calling the the witch Kate at one point Uh, in regard to uh, Kate Bats they started calling her Kate and I'm like I think he pissed her off I think she put a curse on him you know honestly
2: it had a sense of humor yeah Stopping the wagon with Andrew and person, Jackson. And a personality.
0: Of course, you know, and like I say, all of this is legend, so we don't know, but.
1: Yeah, you're separated by centuries.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A couple hundred years. Yeah, plus, 200, 200 plus years, years.
1: Yeah, a year old story. Yeah. It's easier to track down things in the modern era.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, we got video, we got. You know, Even we have not even
1: modern, but, you know, within the last century, you've got film cameras, you've got uh, audio recordings, you've got, you know, photographs. Here we've got a woodcut from 1895.
0: <laughs> exactly. You know, but you know, this is one of the more interesting stories because it, it it has so much pull. It has so much legitimacy because of all the people involved in it, you know. And so I just it's had a
2: ton of movies made from it,
0: ton of movies made from it, books written but about there's it.
1: There's definitely a paranormal investigation activity mm-hmm. in the cave and at uh, Drury Bell's home, abandoned home. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's definitely activity which I would completely classify as haunted. There, the woman that owns the cave has reported seeing an apparition. Of a Native American, a young, uh, adolescent Native Mm -hmm. American.
0: I'm not surprised at all.
2: There's been a ballet titled The Bell Witch. Oh,
0: my God.
1: That I want to see.
2: At the Nashville Ballet. (laughs) Yeah, no.
0: I'm not into ballet, so I can't say. Bell Witch The Musical. So... Nashville
2: think- <laughs> Children's Theater premiered Our Family Trouble, The Legend of the Bell Witch in 1976.
0: Oh my God. Uh, there's
1: also a really good, to- I don't know if you mentioned it in the films, but a 2022 documentary by Seth Breedlove's Small Town no. Monsters Company, which yes, made I a uh, fantastic uh, documentary last year about mm-hmm. this. Uh, they do a great job. Shout out
0: to uh, Seth Breedlove and the Small Monsters. They did a great one on uh, Bray Road. On Bray as well. Road.
1: Uh, they do great work, by the way.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. Well, I think we've done everything that we can do to this one. What kind of tequila did we have?
2: Terramana, Reposado.
0: And who is the...
2: Dwayne the Rock Johnson. what the
0: Rock is cooking? <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson has created a tequila for us, and it's Terramana. Just for us. Just for us. And I think that this makes a good... I... Shooter, Shooter Mixer, John says it's it's, it's okay one. For I would
1: keep coming back to this just to try and pick out the flavors in here. This is very intriguing.
0: Alyssa, what's your take on it?
2: It's spicy, but it's good. Spicy is in like, burning, kind of hot. Mm-hmm. But I don't hate it. I mean, I've almost no. It's not. I don't think it's bad. Whole thing. I
0: just don't. Here's my thing. It and does like have said very before, interesting. It I could spend ten dollars less and get Cabrito. But it's not what you expected, was it? It is not what I expected. No, he
2: thought it was going to be a lot smoother. I think I did.
1: I think it's a it's the it's one of the most intriguing. The it has nose
0: a is lot tricky. Flavors. flavors. The nose is tricky because you smell it and you go, "Oh, that's repo. that's cause Azul," and then you drink it and it is not, Definitely Cossé Cossé not. Azul.
1: No, it's it, but it but it's more. Uh, I keep going back to the word intriguing. Yeah, I keep coming back thinking, oh, "I got to taste that again. What am I tasting?"
0: So. I think that this I still this, haven't nailed it down. I think that this I could spend two dollars less and I could get Cabrito.
1: I would say if you want something different in a moderate reasonable price range.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, way reasonable. That's like 30 bucks, 35 bucks.
1: Yeah, then uh I think it's a good buy. If
0: if you're looking for a high-end tequila, it is if not. If you're
1: looking for high-end premium Mm-mm.
2: But this is also a reposado. It's not an añejo, yeah. so I mean, maybe there's a chance that the añejo would be smoother. I don't. The know. The
1: añejo, I would say, that's new to the shelves. Like that, there wasn't even a price tag for that on the on the empty. Spot it is new, last
0: time, but so. it's only been around for so long. hasn't, yeah.
2: Right. So it's His, just now gotten to the point where they're bottling it.
1: It's right new to the game.
0: So it's way I'm behind gonna, Clooney on the game here. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with for me. This makes a good mixer. A good, you could shoot it for sure. You could shoot it. Uh I'm not gonna let it linger long enough to sip it. See, I,
1: I want
2: it He's to. He's a linger so He likes that. So that
0: but you I like can
1: Figure out what He's is trying
2: going to figure on out there. what it, the taste is. <laughs> so
0: where are you flavor. on it?
2: I mean, I would, I would, I want to try it in a cocktail. I yeah, like I cocktails. Think, okay. I agree with okay. you. I would like try it uh, in a see cocktail. See I think I'll a think
1: margarita. That. I don't know what a. Frickin' Paloma is... I told you, it's grapefruit. I know, you made them. Um, Don't get
0: in your mic. <laughs> I'm gonna get on D.
1: Maybe even if you were to put this with that uh, blood orange stuff and make one of those Vampiritas, this could add oh. an intriguing, oh. uh, a very interesting note to that Vampirita. Yes, absolutely. Vampirita's maybe take of some of the drink. sweetness out of it and add a little bit of uh, earthiness to that, yes. I would think.
0: Okay,
2: Definitely should try it.
0: So... We've talked about the Bell Witch, and we've talked about Terramana. Let's talk about where we want these people to go visit us at. We want them to visit us at paranormal-spirits.com, which is our website.
1: The tubes.
0: The tubes. We got uh, 3 3B
1: Paranormal Spirits. The, the number 3B. Black Black Burkett. Paranormal Spirits. Black Black Burkett. Black Black Burkett. On the YouTubes.
0: On the YouTubes. We have an Instagram, which is Paranormal-Spirits. We have a TikTok of a similar name.
1: Yep. And there's, uh, there's tweeting. There's yeah, something like that. A tweeter. There,
0: we got tweeter. We got, we got the talking. We got the, the ticking. We got the the Twitter. We got the booze. We got, we the, got poos, the
1: Elon. <laughs> we've got the what's-his-name, the Winkle Boss Twins. And- <laughs>
0: yeah, Winkle <Yeah>. Twins. <laughs> booze
2: with benefits on Facebook.
0: Oh, booze with benefits on Facebook. Don't forget that. And if you go watch our YouTube videos, which is three B paranormal dash three B paranormal dash spirits, please click that subscribe button. It costs I mean, you nothing. Even if you never watch another video, please smash it like you would smash the hottest chick on the block, <laughs> because that helps with the algorithm uh it helps us get to the place to if where you like it
1: hit the bells oh be yeah notified. absolutely you can but but you if, you, if you one. don't want to hit the bell hit the subscribe because yeah it won't make any difference to you but it makes a huge difference
0: to us absolutely please we beg we're begging i beg of you yes i beg of please, you, please sir subscribe yeah, have a
2: subscriber. Subscribe.
0: again we are paranormal dash spirits mike black Alyssa Black. Alyssa Black and... John Burkett. John Burkett. Peace. Y'all have a good
2: night. night, Night-night.